Blog Talk Radio. Well, hi there. Thank you for tuning in to the uh, Home Inspector Show. I'm hoping you can hear me okay. I'm trying a new lavalier mic here. I'm sure if this thing's working. I can't really tell. <laughs> I won't tell. I go back and listen to the show. But anyway, thank you for spending your time with us. Uh, as always, we're trying to bring you a little bit of value in exchange for the time that you uh, gave us. We're going to try to give you some value. Today, I want to talk about bat infestations. As we do uh, inspections here around the Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, Raleigh, and Asheville area, we do occasionally run into bat infestations in the attic. Uh, they love to get in the attic. Um, and sometimes, I'll I tell you what commonly happens. This isn't the situation every time. But uh, majority of the time, they get in those gable vents, um, you know, that are kind of plain down. So you, you have these gable vents on the end, usually on the end of a, gable roof um, for ventilation so your attic doesn't get, you know, crazy hot and, you know, um, you know, so that prolongs the life of your shingles and whatnot. You need these vents. Well, a lot of times they put um, mesh, wire mesh on the inside because you don't want birds and squirrels and whatnot getting in there and building nests and, you know, because that's just not good for your attic and, you know, they can harm electrical and other things. So they put this wire mesh, but what happens is the bats will fly in to those gable vents, and even though there's a screen there, they don't come all the way in your attic, but they'll just hang upside down on those little slats there on those gable vents and sleep, you know, because they're nocturnal. They come out at night, so they sleep during the day, but the problem is they poop, and when they poop, it, that still goes down into your attic, and it creates guano, uh, which has all kinds of bad things. Uh, related to health, although there's been wars over guano, uh, and I'll get into that in just a second. Guano does have, commercially, has some good use, but uh, we don't want it in our attics. So typically, the uh, the cure for this, and it's not cheap, is you have to wait until, you know, well, probably going to have to hire a professional, but they have to wait till nighttime to when those bats fly out and then they have to put usually a form of like chicken wire on the outside of these gable vents so that they can't get back in. Uh, you cannot harm bats. They're protected species, um, and they do, you know, reduce the insect population, and they're very useful. Um, but you can't just go up there and shoot them or, you know, squirt them with a, some sort of spray chemical or something like that. You, it's basically the way you have to treat them is exclusion. You have to wait till they fly out, and then you put uh, chicken wire on the outside. In fact, when we walk up to a house and we see chicken wire on the outside, I can tell you on the outside of those gable vents, they have had bats in the past. But anyway, let's go. I wrote down some notes here that uh, I thought, thought were kind of interesting. Interesting facts about bats. Due to its high levels of phosphorus and nitrogen, guano, bat feces, is an effective fertilizer and gunpowder ingredient. Guano has been such a critical resource that in 19, I mean, I'm sorry, 1879, a war between Chile and Bolivia called the Guano War was waged over rights to the guano-rich uh, western coastline. So, yeah, guano is used for uh, fertilizer, gunpowder, and I'm pretty sure I think it's used in some makeup or lipstick or something. Um, Let's see, i got some more notes here. Despite how large bats appear in flight, bats are remarkably small. Some can fit through openings smaller than uh, half an inch wide. 
Even the largest bat, the golden crown flying fox, with a wingspan up to five feet, weigh as little as three pounds. Roughly 20% of all known mammal species are species of bats. Bats are the only mammals capable of sustained flight. Contrary to popular belief, bats are neither rodents nor birds, and they are not blind. Yeah, you've always heard that saying, blind is a bat. They're not really blind. Indications of household bat infestation, like we were talking about. The accumulation of guano. Bat guano resembles rodent droppings, but can be distinguished in several ways. Guano tends to cluster as it piles up beneath the, the exit of the bat's roost. Guano often has a shiny, speckled appearance due to the incest, in, ingestion of insect wings, and guano can easily be crushed into smaller fragments, while rodent droppings will not. Of course, it is not safe to touch any animal droppings without unprotected hands. Um, milky white, here's another example, you know, that you might have a bat infestation. Milky white urine stains on the windows. Stains around entry holes such as cracks and crevices. Mouth-like droppings under eaves and overhangs. Kind of like what we talked about. Stains and odors caused by urine and guano. Noises such as squeaking, scratching, and crawling in the attic walls shortly before dusk and dawn. <laughs> That's a lovely thought. Um, grease and dirt. Bats often leave smears of grease and dirt from their, their coats on the entry, uh, their entry exit points and at their roost. All right, so guano... <laughs> Even though commercially it has some great stuff, um, to, it poses some serious health risk if it's, you know, in your house. Rabies. Uh, due to their high mobility and social behavior, bats often host uh, for a series of diseases such as rabies. Rabies, perhaps the most serious disease transmitted by bats in North America. Most of the human rabies causes in the United States have been caused by rabies viruses from bats. Awareness of this fact about bats and rabies can help owners protect themselves, their families, and their pets. Rabies is a virus that that affects the nervous system of humans and other mammals. Once symptoms of the disease develop, it is almost always fatal. Humans contract contract rabies from animal bites. Some bats have teeth so sharp that the sleeping person may not realize they have been bitten. It is recommended that those waking up with bats in the bedroom undergo a series of preventative and sometimes painful and expensive rabies inoculations. I guess this is where the whole bat slash Dracula thing comes from. The alternative is to capture the bats without being bitten and take them to a laboratory for testing. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Um, Indication that bats have rabies. The bat is in an unusual place, such as the bedroom or in the lawn. Healthy bats do not rest on the ground. The bat is approachable. Healthy bats are scared of humans and will flee long before they can be approached. The bat is active during the day. The bats appear unable to fly. 
For these reasons, rabid bats are often most likely to come into contact with humans. A couple of other little things about bats, and we'll wind it up here. Um, another thing that bats can cause is histoplasmosis. This is a respiratory disease caused by the fungus. Histoplasma capsulatum is transmitted through the inhalation of fungal spores found in bat guano in bird droppings. Although generally not fatal, histoplasmosis can cause flu-like symptoms. For individuals with compromised immune systems, such as those with AIDS, histoplasmosis can be fatal. All right, bat removal. The following instructions for bat removal can be passed on uh, to, from inspectors to clients. The entry point for the bat should be identified. Holes as small as human thumb are large enough for some bats to squeeze through. The homeowner can seal off those holes with caulk, leaving one hole intact for the resident bats to exit at night. The homeowner can then plug this hole at night so the bats cannot return to the house. Alternatively, the homeowners can install a one-way check valve um, from the wire mesh that will allow bats to exit the house but not allow them to return. Bat houses. <laughs> the bat cave. Um, bat houses, which can be constructed or purchased, can be placed next to those houses during bat removal to provide bats with an attractive alternative to the house. Bat removal should not take place during the summer in North America. Baby bats that are unable to fly will not be able to leave the house during the summer months. They will starve to death if the adults are not permitted to enter the home. Bat removal during the summer is an inhumane and will result in additional problems posed by decomposing carcasses. In summary, bats can transmit dangerous diseases to humans and inspectors and homeowners. Should be wary of bat infestations. If you have a bat infestation, call a professional um, that, uh, you know, there's a bunch of different ones that uh, deal with critters. I guess um, bats uh, pose some unusual risk. Um, we don't want any type of infestation in our attic, uh, but especially bats. Well, I hope this has been um, helpful to you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. And uh, if you got some value out of this, I would really, really appreciate it if uh, you guys would uh, uh, give us a little review there. Thank you for your time, and uh, please stay tuned. Uh, for the next episode is we'll try to bring you a little value uh, about stuff about your house and, uh, you know, stuff from inspection and just kind of all around um, stuff that can help you. Thanks a lot for listening.